Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of Movement Radio. I'm your host, Chip Hazard. I'm your host, Talon Williams. And I'm Roger Sierra. Gentlemen, 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 we've done it. We made it to the big dance. 2020-2021 NFL season is done. We have a Super Bowl winner. The man got seven rings, five MVPs. TB12 done it again. What say you? Congratulations to Tom Brady and Tom, congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I almost said New England Patriots because it's so rare to hear that Tom Brady wins a championship and it's not with the New England Patriots. Uh, insane. Um, just the way the game played out, it's, and we'll get into that soon. Um, just it's insane that this one individual has more championships than most of the franchises in the league. So, Roger, what say you, Bubba? I mean, I guess I'm happy for Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> okay. And with Bill Jr. too, you know. Shout out to the defense. Defense, defense stepped up, man. Yeah, I'm glad they can beat back up tie, uh, tackles. Oh, come on. That, look. Look, man. Hey, look. I picked the Chiefs too. I mean, don't be bitter. Come on. I mean, we Chip, saw the last game. Chip, 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 at, Chip was – uh, he had foresight on this, so hey, you know, give him give him credit. It, it doesn't happen very often where I'm right on something like this, um, but I mean, yeah, you're right. The uh, the the Chiefs were uh, minus their uh, starting left tackle. Both their tackles. Uh, well, their right tackle was moved to left tackle. Um, it's not the same. <laughs> no, you're right, but uh, I mean, the Bucks had no. They didn't have anything to do with that. They're, the Chiefs starting left tackle went down in the Buffalo game with a torn Achilles. He's done. Uh, I mean, coming back from Achilles is a, a, a one year, so the Chiefs probably won't have him at all next season either. Probably, um, yeah. But even then, Pat Mahomes still threw for more passing yards than Brady did. Granted, he threw two interceptions, but he threw more passing yards at 270. You know, and Travis Kelsey was the leading – receiver of the whole game with 10 receptions at 133 yards. Uh, well, Travis so, Kelsey got his numbers for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, just because they couldn't find the end zone don't necessarily mean that, you know, they didn't have a bad game. I mean, by that standards, they did have a good game. It's just uh, that they had a terrible game, sir. I'm sorry. They, individually, they had a good game. But as a team, yeah, they had, they had a terrible game as a team. You know, they just did not execute. Um, uh, well, I mean, Petro owns that it, he scrambled for over 500 yards uh, before he throughout the whole game uh, before he was able to get the ball out of his hands. It that was man like, was literally running for his life. It was like watching somebody play Madden who's never played Madden before, and to avoid getting set, they just keep on going backwards. That's what it was. That's what it reminded me of. Well, I mean, he had no – without his tackles, the offensive line was – was bad i mean they they could not protect that man that is true you know with the final score being 31 to 9 31 to 9 it was just you know which let's let's just get into it so the first uh obviously the first touchdown of the game went to gronk um you know which gronk was a very 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 big uh uh had a very big impact on the game he uh had six receptions for 67 yards and two touchdowns. So, you know, he definitely 
proved he he definitely does would not does not regret coming out of retirement to play one more season. I think after this he might be done. I don't know. Nope, he's, he's already piece. said he's coming back. Yep. Is he? Yeah, yeah, Tom Brady's playing again apparently. Tom Brady's gonna play two years after he's dead. I mean, I don't think he's gonna be. Uh, he's gonna play. He's gonna play in Super Bowl hundred probably. Uh, well, uh, talking about the the Bucks, uh, their plan is to keep that entire team together. Uh, for the next season, Mike Evans has already uh, agreed to restart structure his contract, so they can p- play. Uh, or I'm sorry, they can pay Chris Godwin and Shaquille Barrett. Uh, Tom Brady has already agreed to restart structure his contract, so they can play the pay those guys. Um, They're also getting Antonio Brown back. Yep. Uh, I mean, I, Antonio Brown doesn't really have any other options. Neither does Leonard Fournette. Gronk has already made it clear he's not going to play football unless he plays with Tom Brady. I mean, right. so it's ridiculous. And, and, and to I me. know Roger was shitting all over uh, Fournette earlier in the season. He actually showed up and had a damn good game, eighty-nine rushing yards with, with a touchdown. So he he, well, I mean, stepped, he stepped up when he needed to. He he yeah he had to step up because Ronald Jones went down with an injury. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so, I mean, they also uh, had Shady. They could use Shady McCoy. Like Leonard Fournette of old. Yeah. You know? Leonard Fournette of old, like what, two years ago? <laughs> <It's old? laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm, uh, I'm expecting him to be Leonard Fournette again and next season to just crack the bed and be injured and sit out all the time. Well, Definitely a possibility. I mean, look at, hey, hey, but I do find it funny because, um, you know, so many memes and so many different posts have been created about the Super Bowl and everything. Uh, I've seen one with about LaShawn McCoy. Uh, he has two Super Bowl championships, and he's never played a snap in either one of the Super Bowls. He's like, I want that life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Brian Hoyer has a Super Bowl ring and didn't play a snap in that Super Bowl. Yeah. He won. Carson Wentz has a Super Bowl, and he, he didn't even play. Yeah, I mean, he didn't play some of that season. He just yeah, play he played Bowl. some of that he season. He played that but... season, but he didn't play in the actual Super Bowl. That was a... Uh, that was Chip's second favorite quarterback, Big Dick Nick. Second favorite? You mean his favorite? No. no I, I, still, I, I still think Sean Watson is Chip's favorite until he gets run out of Houston. And then, and, well, first of all, we know his real favorite is Colin Murray, the Pro Bowl MVP. Mm. <laughs> mm. The virtual Pro Bowl MVP. So I had so much hope for that kid, and he just fucking shits the bed all the time. Oh, well. Uh, that, that's another tangent for another time. We ain't got to do that today. <laughs> We've done it all season. <laughs> all right. So if you had to give a okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll there have been so many people asking this question. Was this the? I mean, obviously the. I mean, I think the answer is obvious. This was definitely statistically. I mean, Pat Mahomes had you know two hundred seventy yards, but he threw two interceptions. So this technically was the worst game that he's ever played in his entire career. It is the worst game he's played. Yeah, yeah, and and so many. I, I heard this one person. I can't remember who who said it. Um, something along the lines that, you know, everyone was already crowning Pat Mahomes as the best quarterback in the league, but the best quarterbacks in the league don't shit the bed like they do in the Super Bowl. He didn't say shit. That's the bed, not true at all. That's I, not I would say all. that's not true. Because if that was right. true, then how did Brady lose to Eli twice? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, how did uh, Peyton throw away the game against Drew Brees? That's the thing. If, if I mean, if we're yeah. talking best quarterbacks, uh, I mean, it, as much as it hurts me to say this, Tom Brady is, you know, quite arguably the best quarterback to 
have played the game, I would say at least in the modern era, I don't, I still don't think he's the best ever, but that's me. Uh, statistics would tell me different. Um, but I mean, if if that's the case and the best quarterbacks never shit the bed, then he should have 10 Super Bowl rings. Yep. Exactly, exactly. I, I, I mean, like, he, I he's like got every, seven, but shit. Right. I mean, that was, that's, that's my whole argument, like, when it comes to, like, LeBron. You know, everyone's like, LeBron James is the GOAT. Okay, why do you consider him the GOAT? Oh, man, he been, he went to 10 straight finals. He only won three of them or four I, of them, you I mean, know? So I mean, he's like, the GOAT of this generation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean – I won't deny that somebody we see I and me and Chip have had this conversation. I I, I don't like that acronym um GOAT. The greatest of all time. Because like what we talked about, time has not ended yet. You know, so and and also at the same time, it's like I feel like I feel like when you say that one person is the quote unquote greatest of all time, that you're diminishing everybody else's greatness. You know what um, I mean? Like you know, from the standpoint like, oh, well, you know, LeBron, you know, LeBron's great. You know, I think LeBron's up there uh, as far as the among the best of the best that's ever played the game before. But think of all the players, think of all the players who got championships while LeBron was in the league. And think of all the good players that got championships when Jordan was winning them titles. You know what I mean? There's, it's, 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 it's different, you know. When, when LeBron went on his championship run and when Jordan went on his championship run, Jordan stopped a lot of Hall of Famers from getting championships. LeBron, you know, Kobe won a title while LeBron was there. You know, people like fucking Paul Pierce won a championship. You know, like there's a whole plethora of guys who won championships while LeBron was still in the league, you know. So just because you have LeBron James on your team don't guarantee you a championship, you know. You might make a finals. That don't mean you're going to make a championship. But yeah. See, like, yeah. my thing is, I've come up with an, another term instead of GOAT. I say bird, which is best in recent discussion. Mm, I like that. I like that. Yeah. I uh, like you know, I, I would honestly say, like, if we're going to use the term GOAT, there's there has to be an asterisk because it's the the greatest of all time in his era. Yeah. Uh, That's why know, I say like, bird, just best yeah. in recent discussions. Because, I mean, who can you argue is better than him right now, really? Right now? I mean, the only person I mean, that's even close, I think, is Anthony Davis. And I mean, and that would be adding recency bias, I think. Yeah. But I mean, Anthony, Anthony Davis is, I mean, he elevated LeBron while elevating himself at the same time last year. So, I mean, right. Not only that, but I mean, LeBron's in what, like season 17? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. he's played yeah. longer than anybody. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, his his time the 2000s and 2010s yeah he but now in the 2020s yeah it's, it's moving on to Durant Anthony Davis um really those only two people I could see really taking that next like leap above yeah I mean Giannis is still up there but you know until he actually wins a chip that you well, know, to, we, his his biggest weakness is that he doesn't know how to shoot yeah right. Well, and he doesn't have any help either, you know. Uh, he has he has some help, but yeah, the bench they have is horrible every year. Yeah, but also people are also talking about Luka Doncic too. His he's he's a great shooter. Problem is he doesn't play defense. No, he he plays oh. defense, but he also yeah. he's also I a small just, forward. He's a small I mean, forward. He's playing against the best of the best. That's hard for him to do. 
Right. Because right, you got small forwards. You're playing against Kevin Durant. You're playing against LeBron. You're playing against Kawhi. You're playing against, you know, yeah. you, you know Giannis. Yeah, like he's like, literally, I mean, he's like, that's why he's so good right now. He's literally playing against the best people. <laughs> yeah, but, you right. know, when you play against the best, you end up becoming the best because you can learn their nuances and eventually you can end up beating them, you know, yeah. which, which that's always, that's always the thing. It's like, oh, you, you couldn't beat him when he was at his best. You had to beat him later on when he was past his prime and yada, yada, yada. It's like, give a damn. Yeah, I still beat him. Don't matter saying, if you win a race by an inch or a mile, winning's winning. A title is a title. Exactly. A title's that's, a title. That's, that's right. Yeah. Um, so let's let's pump the brakes for just a quick second. Let's um since the Super Bowl is now officially in the books, Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh obviously the uh the, the question now becomes do they go back to the Super Bowl? Do the Chiefs make it back to the Super Bowl? Are we gonna see a repeat champion? What, what what's gonna be the dynamic? Do you guys see either one of these two teams making it back to the Super Bowl next year? Yeah. Yes. I might. I might be a repeat. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I could definitely see a uh, Chiefs Bucks two Super Bowl next year. Um, I mean, you got to think uh, coming into the twenty twenty season, the the teams had no off season practices together. Uh, I mean, it was literally the Chiefs had the best dynamic because they returned the majority of their players. Um, yeah. And they and, added Clyde Edwards a layer. Yeah. Uh, the, the Bucks were uh, truly a new team all around. You know, they had the core pieces that were there that played together last year, but adding Brady and Gronk and AB and Fournette, uh, you know, they had to learn a whole new scheme together without being able to be on the field, you know, and do off season activities together. So, right. you know, you their season off. was basically them learning how to play together. And yeah. not only that, they added Fournette at the very, like week three or four, something like that. And AB wasn't until what mid season. Well, week eight, something like that. So yeah. I mean, then they had to make new schemes pretty much at the beginning of the season, which I mean, it's all right, but when you're halfway through and you add another receiver and you start adding new routes to a new system, I mean, I mean, hey, they did it. <laughs> and, right. and, 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 and that's another thing too, man. I think because a lot of people said, well, why was this team not – I mean, it's pretty much the exact same team that came back other than just adding Tom Brady. Why did adding Tom Brady change anything? Because okay, so he didn't throw 30 interceptions. <laughs> yeah, right. no, he wasn't throwing interceptions like Jameis Winston did, he was able to keep the – he was able to hold, maintain time of possession. So that way when the defense can come back on the field, they're well-rested, they're ready to go. They're feisty now. They're ready to go. Not only that, Tom Tom is that elite where he does get the best out of every player. So, I mean, Scotty Miller thought he was – I mean, that, that, that thing he posted right before the Super Bowl. <laughs> right. He thought he was the greatest thing out there. I mean – but Tom Brady gives you that ability when, you know, you're over here having the best season of your career. I mean, right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing we don't, I don't think people give Tom Brady enough credit for is he actually elevates the players around him in the same sense that LeBron, you know, if, if we're going to stay, stay on that same, same dynamic, LeBron elevates the players around him. You know, right. I mean, it, you right. think, uh, I mean, if we go back when LeBron left Cleveland and went to Miami, 
I mean, D Wade and Chris Boss were good. Adding LeBron elevated those guys, and they elevated him. And then when he went back to Cleveland, he elevated Kevin Love and Kyrie. But at the same time, they were pushing him to be better. And then now in L.A., it's the same thing. Like everybody said, Anthony Davis was a good player when he played for New Orleans. But then when he they added him to the Lakers, he elevated because you know there was that stigma around LeBron. You know, oh, LeBron's the greatest, and Anthony Davis was like, well, fuck, I got to step my game up because this is the dude. Uh, and Tom Brady does the same thing. I mean, <clears throat> you know, coming to a whole new team uh, with superstar players like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. But he elevated those guys to be better, you know. Right. Um, I think. But see, here, here's the thing. I think the difference with LeBron, though, is that LeBron, when he went to LA, his first year in LA, they they didn't do anything significant. They LeBron, were, they were all young people. First year in LA. I'm sorry. What now? They were all young people, though. Yeah. Right. But, but and but they, LeBron knew that going in. He knew yeah. going in. Oh, but. It, he tried to elevate them. They didn't want to elevate themselves. Yeah, that's why that first year, well, and the fact that the first year LeBron was hurt. Yeah. Uh, for the first time in his career, yeah, yeah. he he got hurt. He got uh, hurt, hurt. Because, I mean, he's had right. dings and bruises and stuff, but. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, I mean, hurt. the case can be made that Anthony Davis was the reason that the Los Angeles Lakers got over that hump. You know, it, well, so, yeah. you know, it's not it's not all the way LeBron anymore. Now it's now it's a partnership between if, LeBron and AD. But you know? LeBron wasn't there, AD wouldn't be going there. Exactly. You, I, you know, you're right. If, if LeBron wasn't there, AD would not be going there. Yeah. The thing about it is, though, if if AD went anywhere else, would he have his championship? I don't if he think went so. to if he went to a Brooklyn or if he went to a Boston or someplace, Def, like definitely that. not with Brooklyn. Definitely not with Brooklyn. No, uh, maybe Boston. Boston's, Boston's a maybe. Boston's a maybe. The Boston's Clippers a maybe. Are a maybe. Yeah, Boston's a maybe because they depend on their uh, their two their guard and small forward more than anything else. They play outside mm-hmm. way more than inside. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis can shoot, but he needs the ball in the paint. Yeah, right. Uh, I mean, I'm, if his best fit would have been going to probably Milwaukee. Oh yeah, pairing him and Giannis. Giannis would have. That'd have been. That'd have been the new Twin Towers right there. <laughs> yeah, it would have. Yep. Or, or, or is he going? Uh, hell, what if he went to Golden State and he was still alongside back when uh, uh, old Boogie Cousins was still there? It'd be like a Kentucky reunion in Golden State. We got remember last season they were all hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Clay Everybody Thompson still is hurt, unfortunately. Clay Thompson got hurt again. Uh, but yeah, I mean, last season the the Warriors they didn't have Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, anybody. They had Draymond, and he Draymond. got exposed. Yeah. <laughs> Well, because he didn't have the Splash Brothers to help him out. Yeah, you know, I mean, I've, I've never been a fan of Draymond, though. No, but but even at that, I mean, a a single superstar in today's NBA just can't do it. And I know we're we're supposed to be talking Super Bowl, but I mean, I think we've said what we got to say about that. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, although I will, you know, throw this out there: uh, passing stats, real quick. Uh, between Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes, and this is for the the entire playoffs. Uh, Pat Mahomes played three games in the playoffs. Tom Brady played four. Um, Brady had ten touchdowns. 
to three interceptions where Mahomes had only four touchdowns the entire postseason. Yeah. To two interceptions. Both of his interceptions were in the Super Bowl. But, you know, uh, Brady, I was going to say, Brady threw for over a thousand yards. Uh, Let me ask one more question, though, before we, before we, before we continue. Because everyone was talking about how Todd Bowles had a great game plan with the defense against Kansas City's offense. Do you think Todd Bowles solidified himself as being the best off the best defensive coordinator in the game? And if so, because he's been having he's had offers to go to the New York Jets um, and a couple of other places. You think he'll you think he'll leave or do you think he'll stay? No, he won't I, leave. I think he'll stay as long as Brady's there. He'll stay. Yeah, yeah. As long I mean. Not only that, as long as he has that defense still, why would he leave it? Yeah. Right, right. It's what I'm saying. You know, and Bruce Arian did a great job coming up with game plans and, you know, making sure that everything was in the right position, everybody was in the right place. Um, I mean, let's give it up to the GM for actually getting all these people on board. Right, yeah. And what about G- the uh, – GM Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> but I also think the penalties yeah. killed him in the first half too. Like Kansas City's penalties were – I don't want to talk about it. No, yeah, you do. You have to talk about it. No. Talk, talk to me about it. No, I'm not, I'm not talking about that travesty. No, do you travesty. think a lot of those penalties were warranted? No. I, I, I think there was one egregious penalty. The rest were self-induced. Uh, that's my personal opinion. The uh, the the Mike Evans uh, DPI. Yeah. 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 That, I, yeah, that, was, that one. was one of those. Uh, it, it literally could have went either way. And I think it should have been a no call. Uh, because it definitely looked like uh, Evans tripped the dude, and uh, then the dude like grabbed his jersey to kind of steady himself. himself. Yeah, uh, but so it, that's that's it, one of those that eh. it didn't even affect the play because it went to the other side. Like, right? I understand if saying. the ball was thrown over there. Yeah, I'm gonna have to make a call, but it was on the other side of the field. Like, it does not affect anything. I, well, I mean, it, it took a interception away so it did affect something but yeah um <laughs> but i i think that was the only personally the only egregious call um and possibly the uh possibly the the deal where uh brady and matthew got into it um only one of them got yeah. called for something so oh yep only one of them got called for it uh, <laughs> did you did you guys see the thing where uh Tyron Matthew posted something and said that Brady had said something to him that he he does not want to repeat and then yes. you know the tweet got deleted uh, um, y- yes uh after, I, he, the tweet got deleted after he found out that Brady was mic'd up for the game no okay l- l- let me let me pump let me pump the brakes right there for a second okay. uh they knew Tom Brady was mic'd up the whole time it yeah. was he didn't delete that tweet because he found out that Tom Brady was mic'd up. I mean, it, think of it this way. You take the greatest quarterback in modern history and you put him on a new team first year in the Super Bowl. It, he's not mic'd up, please. Um, <laughs> and people were taking that tweet from Tyron Matthew and making it something about it. He just said, he said something to me that I would not repeat. And like fucking social justice warriors are like, oh, Tom Brady said something racist. No, Tyron Matthew never said that. No, it was, I it, mean, there are a lot of 
there are a lot of times like uh, just follow me for a second some people don't will won't repeat the word moist or yeah uh, cunt or or cunt <laughs> or pussy or or stuff like that he just said it's something that i wouldn't repeat you know he has a daughter maybe you know maybe tom brady was like hey man you playing like a pussy you know and he's like hey I, i'm not going to repeat that because i don't want my daughter to hear that kind of deal uh right. but but social media took that and ran with it and was like, oh, Tom Brady uh, called him a racial slur and all that. Like, mm, my thing I is don't like, think so. If the dude himself did not say he said this racial comment to me, your first reaction should not be, oh, it's racism. Like, mm-hmm. like that's my thing is like, it's not to the point where uh, it's, it's bad on both of us because a white person can't say something without being taken out of context sometimes like so in that situation something was said and it was taken out of context because a white person said it they're like oh it's a racial thing then a person right. of color can't say uh like oh i'm not going to repeat it because then everybody's gonna say it had to be something racist like either way no matter what he would have said like if he would have said oh he called me you know like a bitch or something like that's the only way he would have been able to be like, like, oh, he was not racist or anything. But on no matter what he would have said besides that, it would have been taken out of context as a racial remark. Exactly. I mean, it, it definitely wasn't a Miles Garrett, uh, Mason Rudolph situation where Miles Garrett literally said he said a racial slur under his breath. Like Miles Garrett said that. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, Tyron Matthew never said that. Right. Uh, and then after the fact, you know, people picked up. So Tom Brady apparently texted Matthew and was like, Hey man, you know, this lengthy apology. Um, and they're like, Oh, see, he said, you know, he called him a racial slur or whatnot. No, he just, I, I would say that he probably just texted him like, Hey man, sorry for being a dick. Yeah. I mean, uh, he I mean, probably said, go ahead. You know, go ahead. Tell you're, I mean, you're in the heat of the moment. I mean, how, yeah. who amongst us has not been in the heat of the moment and said some shit that we probably, you know, like, like, you, how many times have we like been playing a game and be like, yeah, go fuck yourself or something like, you know, like, just because you're just in the, yeah. you're in the heat of the moment, you know. I mean, these, these, uh, social justice warriors on, um, social media, they've obviously never been in an Xbox 360 game chat playing Call of Duty. I was like, they never played Call of Duty in their life. <laughs> I mean, that <laughs> Hey, I've heard some shit in some call uh, in some Call of Duty chats where you're like, "Man, you you kiss your mom with that mouth?" No, but I kiss your mom with this mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's like I know where you live. I'll find you. But no, like it is the the whole situation was that just it was blown out of proportion. It was stupid. Like that bugs me more than anything. Like stop trying to make something out of nothing. <laughs> Yeah, making mountains out of molehills. If he would have said like, "Oh, he called me a racial slur," I didn't appreciate that. Yeah, be like, "Oh, he's racist." But if he would like, "Oh, he says something," I'm not going to repeat. Well, well, let me me, well let me ask this question: If let's just say, just for the sake of argument, Tom Brady did say a racial a racial slur, you think Tyron Matthew would be as calm as he was? He wasn't calm though. No, he wasn't calm. He's about to fight a coordinator. (laughs) Yeah. He would be more angry than he what? try to fight his coordinator. <laughs> like, say what now? He try to he, fight his coordinator. 
Yeah, he tried to fight his coordinator. Like, I don't know how much more, like, fighting Andy Reid at that point. <laughs> like, yeah, no, the I mean, only other option was would have been to punch Tom Brady. Yeah. You would be, you'd be, you know, you'd be up more in Brady's face. Like, you'd be pushing I'm, him. Or I mean, he him. might, he might, if it was a racial slur, he probably would have thrown a punch right then. That's there. what I'm saying, like, though. I mean, yeah. I think it would have been a Miles Garrett situation. Yeah. He took his know? helmet off, bopping with it. I don't know if he took his helmet off. <laughs> Is it just me or does Tyron Matthew not not look a little bit like Takashi 69? They're brothers. I mean, I didn't want to say nothing, but I mean, every time I saw him on TV, I imagine a big 6'9 tattooed on his forehead. So dumb. So dumb. <laughs> and to think children let him become famous. Yes. No. He's talking about 6'9, not Matthew. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. Uh, yeah. But um, so, so I was gonna say so with the the Super Bowl and the wraps, we now know who the uh, final two picks in the draft are gonna be. Yep. Uh, it'll it'll be Kansas City picking at 30, 31. 31 and Tampa Bay picking at thirty two. Yeah. Um. So there's that. Um. Uh, we if I was Kansas City, I'd I'd go with defense, judging on. <laughs> Based on just what happened in the game, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, but here's the thing: Andy Reid's never been great with defensive schemes. No, never. He's always been outscore you and then just keep the time of possession. Yep. Uh, uh, but they have a solid de- like the thing, funny thing is they have the number one pass at going in. They had the number one pass defense with the number sixteen rush defense, and it looked like the opposite than that game. Yeah, they definitely looked the opposite. Absolutely. Uh, but I was going to say, um, with with the Super Bowl over, we have a, a brand new mock draft from uh, Mr. Mel Kuyper. Are you not going to do Tom McShay? Uh, I mean, we can. I just we've talked. We, we I know we've done Mel Kuyper so far the last two mock drafts. So stick with uh, what's there. With your half head. <laughs> don't worry about me and my disappearing shoulder and neck i wonder why like the other video didn't do this at all i don't know no, why i don't know i don't know uh, how close i am to the camera i don't it probably is um but so uh we'll run through this real quick uh obviously we know jacksonville's picking at one uh the unanimous decision is they're going to pick up trevor lawrence um yep yeah but uh, uh, uh hold on um Apparently, uh, Trevor Lawrence is set to have his shoulder repaired too, so he's going to be missing most of uh, the off season, but should be back before preseason if they're still having it. Uh, doing think, that. Well, he's still doing his pro day. Yeah, 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 but he's going to have his shoulder repair like after draft. Yeah, once he gets his money, <laughs> yeah, right? We yeah. can we can afford to have the surgery. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um. So, I mean, I think that'll be okay. Uh, I mean, even at that, uh, they still got two young dynamic quarterbacks over there that they can start the season with if Trevor Lawrence isn't uh, able to go day one. But, so, my, hold on. My thing is real quick. Do do they start putting fillers out, uh, fillers, uh, feelers out for uh, Minshew? I mean, I think they'd be stupid not to. Yeah. Uh, you Which know. from from what I've been gathering is that um, not only is Oakland trying to trade away 
Derek Carr, there's there's a few teams that might be interested in Marcus Mariota too. Yeah, so that's two Oakland yeah. quarterbacks that could possibly be playing in a different place next year. Uh, we'll I, I have a rumor about that, and I will get to that here in just a second because okay. it involves Deshaun Watson. Oh, here we go. <laughs> the big the big off season yeah. story that's, right that's now. Gonna I mean, one. that's going to be the biggest trade, uh, possibly the biggest trade in NFL history. Um, yeah. Possibly. Possibly. I mean, the only really big one f- besides that is uh, maybe. Carson no, Ooh, I'm not no. about. No. I mean, the other one besides that was Walter Payton, maybe. maybe? Oh, okay. I thought, yeah. I, thought, I, thought you meant, I thought you meant this season. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean, Carson Wentz will be a big one um, if, it, if it happens, but. Yeah. Well, remember, Mike Ditka gave up a shit ton of draft picks to draft uh, Ricky Williams. Number two overall. Yeah, but he didn't trade away a big player to get right. that. Like it was a uh, just a bunch of he, picks for that. Would you say the Herschel Walker trade then? Possibly. Yeah. Yeah, Charles but I mean, Haley, Charles Haley going to Dallas. I, I mean, it, but you kind of see you kind of see position players uh, move around a lot, but not really. You know, the like franchise quarterback. Yeah, not not the second best young quarterback in the game. Right. I mean, yeah. I can't even think of – like, I really can't think of anything. I mean, maybe Eli's trade demand. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but that, was, yeah, but that wasn't – that was before he even started his career, though. Yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't think of anything really, like, to that level. So, we got Matthew yeah. Stafford playing in L.A., and then we got Jared Goff now playing in Detroit. So, that was the big right. one. That was, the, that was the big one so far, yeah. Yeah. Then but that was a – Car, the, the the deal with Carson Wentz will he be traded to Indianapolis or will he be traded to um, Oakland Oakland or where where's he gonna go where's he gonna land oh I right. should say oh, Vegas sorry um, or uh, Patriots too yeah or the Patriots yeah that's another one Patriots you know so uh, but real quick let's run through this this mock draft real quick yeah uh, Jacksonville picking Trevor Lawrence at one. The Jets picking Devontae Smith at two. Mm. Uh, the Dolphins picking up Jamar Chase at three. The Falcons picking up Zach Wilson at four. Uh, the Bengals picking up Panay Sewell at five. He's dropped all the way down to, to five? Because yep. he was a top two, top three pick. Yep. Yeah, but that, that that's really the only team I can see him going to, though. Because mm-hmm. yeah. the Falcons definitely need a quarterback. Like, Jaguars would be the only other team I could see picking him up. Because yeah. they don't need a quarterback, but right, they, they really um, don't. The Eagles picking up Jalen Waddle at six. The Lions picking up Justin Fields at seven. Even after the Carson, or I mean, uh, Jared Goff trade, they're still. I mean, it, it makes uh, sense. Thinking about picking up a quarterback. I mean, have yeah. him train, have him study uh, underneath Jared Goff uh, for a couple years. Carolina. Yeah, uh, the Carolina pick. Panthers picking up Trey Lance at eight. The Denver Broncos picking up Micah Parsons at nine. Uh, Dallas Cowboys picking up Rashawn Slater at 10. The Giants picking up Kyle Pitts at 11. Uh, the 49ers picking up Patrick Sertain the second at 12. Yeah, he's not the going. Chargers picking up Christian Darasol at 13. I'm sorry. I, I was just saying, I know. Uh, He's not going where? He, he, Patrick Sertan Jr. is not going any – like, I'm actually – it wouldn't surprise me if they if he gets picked in the top ten. But if he if he goes to San Fran, that would be a good pickup for them. 
you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Vikings picking up Elijah Vera Tucker at 14. The uh, Patriots picking up Mac Jones at 15. What do you guys think about that? A lot. That's been the rumor. Yeah. That's the big thing. I mean, I, I know a lot of people. I, I don't know. Is Bill Pelichek trying to recapture the old glory of picking the, the, the quarterback out of the draft like he did, like he's done so many times before, you know, to replace Tom Brady, which. I mean, we've also heard about, you know, possibly him recruiting Jimmy G to come back to the Patriots because he, he wanted going. to keep him anyway. I don't going. think Jimmy G would want to do that. I mean, I think he's happy in uh, San Francisco. Um, like, here's the thing. Would you leave San Francisco for Foxborough? Hell no. <laughs> no. Hell no. <laughs> exactly. No. Hell no. Um, Cardinals picking up Caleb Farley at 16. The Raiders picking up Jalen Phillips at 17. The Dolphins picking up Jeremiah Awusu Koromoa, uh, linebacker out of Notre Dame at 18. I'll take, we'll take uh, it. Washington football team picking up Kadarius Tony at 19. The Bears picking up picking up Tevin Jenkins at 20. The Colts picking up Quiddy Pay at 21. The Titans picking up Gregory Rousseau at 22. The Jets picking up J.C. Horn at 23. Uh, the Steelers picking up Javen Collins at 24. Uh, the Jaguars picking up Christian Barrymore at 25. The Browns picking up Aaron Robinson at 26. The Ravens picking up Terrence Marshall Jr. at 27. The Saints picking up Trevin Morig at 28. The Packers picking up Tyson Campbell at 29. The Bills picking up Najee Harris at 30. Oh. That's a big name. What do you guys think about that one? Oh, dude. Um, (laughs) Man. Najee Harris, I mean, he's – I think that a lot of people – hot take, he's going to go before 30. Some team is going to get him before 30. If he's the best running back in this draft, there's going to be a team that's going to want a big, powerful running back. They're looking for the next Derrick Henry. But if, what team needs him, though? That's I mean, the issue. If, it, if, if it's a team that's running back by committee, then all they team, could probably use him. All teams are running back by committee now, though. Except for the Titans. Not, not, yeah. not, not necessarily. Not necessarily. There's some teams that rely heavily on one running back as opposed to sharing the wealth. I know Tennessee rely a whole lot on Derrick Henry. That's the only team. Like that's that's a lot. Well, I can't think of another team that has one one running back. Mm-mm. But that's because Derrick Henry is the power back that you could do that with. Yeah. yeah. But 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 gone are the days when you could play a running back, you know, every day. Right. You know, gone are those days. You know, it, it's not like the days of Jerome Bettis or Marshall Falk or, you know, even going back to even Barry Sanders, Gail Sayers, all them, you know, like those days are gone, you know. Yep. Um, nowadays, it's like to preserve the health because a lot of times, and this was especially back in the in the 90s, early 2000s, of running backs normal peak years was like three years. Like you get three good years out of a running back and then – they it's you know a dime a dozen you know which i was always of the mindset that running backs are a dime a dozen until it's like you know like the very good ones are very few and far between and then it's like i started thinking after i started you know thinking about it i was like 
maybe running backs aren't a dime a dozen. It's just you have to know when to play them, you know, because like when Stephen Davis is a perfect example of it, big, powerful running back that can run through everybody. But the more his play was so effective, he just wore himself down, you know, kind of like, kind of like, I think recent, like, remember Trent Richardson? Yeah. Everyone said he was going to be the big, the biggest thing ever. He was going to rival Jim Brown and all these different great running backs. And he didn't even last one year in Cleveland. You know, he barely made it through in Indianapolis, you know, um, now, like last time I checked, he was playing in the that USFL that started to come back or whatever it was. Or, or I'm sorry, the uh, the AF the, the A. He was in the XFL. Was he in the XFL? Yeah, he was like the number one running back in the XFL. Oh, see, I see, I know that. <laughs> he but, played for. Ah, uh, they were a team that they were silver. Like gray was their color. Who was it? I'm at Trent Richardson. Yeah, for, great. The brigade or whatever it was. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I, th- I think I know. I think I know what team you're talking about. Trent Richardson played for the uh, Birmingham Iron. Birmingham Bur- Iron. Okay. Yeah, and before that, he was the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in the uh, CFL. The CFL, the Rough Riders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he played one year in Cleveland, one year in Indianapolis. Uh, was on the practice squad for the uh, Raiders in 2015, the practice squad for the Ravens in 2016, got one year with the Rough Riders in CFL and one year with the uh, Birmingham Iron in the XFL. No, I'm sorry, uh, not the XFL, the um, Amer- Alliance of American Football, the AAF. Yeah, they were only around for a few games and then... Right, kind of like the XFL was. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, well, I mean, you can technically say. I mean, honestly, you can say the X. I mean, the pandemic really fucked over the XFL. Oh yeah, it know? was definitely more entertaining. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, the, the AAF, I think it went out way before the pandemic started. I think. Oh gotcha. Yeah. You know, so the XFL was definitely, which hopefully, you know, knock on wood, you know, once the pandemic's lifted and everything and everything gets back to some level of normalcy, we can have an XFL season again. Um, I mean, they're just looking for franchises at this point. Yep. They're going to keep the eight that they had, and they want to expand upon it uh, to the next season, and they haven't even said when that next season is. Um, I think think it's 2022, I think. uh, I don't know. I mean, with everything going on right now, we can't tell. Yeah. Uh, So the last two picks would be um, Kansas City picking up uh, Aziz uh, Ajilari. At 31, he's the uh, defensive end out of Georgia. And then um, the, the reigning and defending Super Bowl champs, the Tampa Bay Bucks, picking up Joe Tyron, uh, the defensive end out of Washington at 32. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the draft's going to be very interesting. And it's here's the, here's a the question. How are they going to do the combine this year? Are they are they going to evaluate pro days instead of doing the actual combine? Yeah, they're not doing. Uh, they've already said they're not. It's going to be, uh, I think, a virtual combine again. Okay. Uh, and a virtual draft again. Okay. I like the virtual draft though. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did too. You know, it not a whole. Lot. I mean, granted, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, people used to like to get together on draft day and stuff, and you know, wear their team colors and everything and show their support and everything like that. Um, 
but yeah, but then you get the annoying jet fan that boo everything. Yep. Right. Uh, and then I, I I do have one piece of of sad news. Um, today we lost uh, former NFL coach Marty Schottenheimer. Yeah, oh, at seventy seven. Died at seventy seven. Wow. Uh, yeah. yeah. Damn. Yep. That's crazy, dude. So uh, yeah. he actually he actually passed away Monday night. Um, so and we're recording this on Tuesday. So he passed away Monday night in his home in Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm. So, Man. yeah, he was diagnosed with Alzheimer's in 2014, moved to hospice care on January 30th, and uh, then passed away on um, Monday, Man. Monday evening. So, I'll always, I'll always, I'll always uh, remember. You know, he was he was the heart of the uh, San Diego Chargers. Um, you know, he he was the one who wanted Ladainian Tomlinson. He's the one that wanted Antonio Gates. He's the one that wanted. He wanted Drew Brees, you know, and um, unfortunately, Drew Brees got ended up getting traded to New Orleans, um, or not traded to New Orleans. He went in free agency and then went to New Orleans. Yep. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure he would have loved to kept him, knowing what you know they have has happened. Uh, they went 14 and two that one year, and everyone believed that okay, this is the year the Chargers win it all, and then they lose to the Patriots, um, and then un- unfortunately, he got rele- released of his coaching duties after that. Um, I don't know if he coached again after that. I don't know if he did or not. Uh, I don't believe so. Uh, no, his his last game was uh, January fourteenth, two thousand seven, and that was when uh, the Chargers lost to the Tampa, or uh, I'm sorry, the New England Patriots, twenty four twenty one in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That was all. I think that was the game when uh, Ladane and Thompson couldn't go back in or something like that because his, yep. his something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Marty Schottenheimer is only one of only seven NFL coaches to have uh, 200 regular season wins. He's actually number seven on the list. Uh, it goes from seven to one: Marty Schottenheimer, Andy Reid, Curly Lambeau, Tom Landry, Bill Belichick, George Hollis, and Don Shula. Yep. Don Shula has 328 regular season wins. Yep. Um. Yeah, I, I saw that news yesterday, and I was like, "Man, that really, that really does suck." Yep. I mean, obviously, he played for the Chargers. And I'm a Broncos fan, so you know, always that. But no, he was a great coach, actually. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's so crazy because we found like I like I like I didn't know about this yesterday, and I mean, you guys are telling me this now. Um, you know, but also, I mean, this past weekend, we've, we also lost a uh, hacksaw Butch Reed. Um, you know, former WCW tag team champion. Um, you know, it's just it's it's so crazy that we're just we're still losing people. You know, and um, you know, you know, just shout, shout, you know, thoughts and prayers to everybody going through this right now, man. You know, death sucks. You know, but you know, this, you know. Um, it, I mean, if if there's one caveat, this is going to be a shitty caveat. But it, uh, it, at least it's older people who have lived a long and fruitful life uh, and not, you know, younger people a la Kobe Bryant, you know, right, who right. died tragically in a helicopter accident. Um, like I said, it, I mean, it's a shitty caveat, but, you know, these these guys that, 
they they have yeah. you know had long and illustrious careers and lives right yeah so and at least and at least their their legacies will continue to be you know remembered that is correct um so we're going to circle back around to um you, you had mentioned something about the uh the raiders uh yes. and and Derek carr um so there is a um a rumor it's strictly a rumor at this point um that the washington football team is actually interested in acquiring Derek carr via trade um they are prepared to send two first round picks to the raiders for Derek carr hmm. um now I, I i said earlier that that involved deshaun watson um the raiders are then prepared to send those two first round picks from washington coupled with two first round picks of their own to houston to acquire deshaun watson uh meaning that deshaun watson would go for four first round draft picks wow that would be that would be interesting. So, so just so that I'm clear, Derek Carr to the Washington football team for two first-round picks. Correct. Yes. And then as they have those picks, they take those two picks along with the other two picks that they have and give them to Houston. Houston then gives Deshaun Watson to the Las Vegas Raiders. Correct. Yeah, it's, totally, it's essentially a team tree, team uh, three-team trade, but – yeah but right. it's, yeah uh and then the only other two rumors that i have that involve deshaun watson one telling you're not going to be happy about that we talked about it last week yeah, we talked about it last week um, yeah, about byron jones and xavier howard along with the pick. <laughs> yes uh and and that's still i mean that's still the talk of the town uh because that's still the the number one option where deshaun wants to go and apparently they want him the the dolphins want him pretty bad um where they would give up two uh two first round picks Xavier Howard and Byron Jones um I wouldn't I, I, uh, Tua I can see I don't see them doing Byron Jones or Xavier Howard you know because Xavier Howard is the best defensive player we have right now you know, I, I here's Jones the thing maybe, but I don't know you know I think if they were going to do anything that involved players it would be uh best tua player, best well it would be tua <clears throat> xavian howard and one first round draft pick uh i i mean that's if if they're gonna couple players um i, th I think the best option for the dolphins would be to swap tua and like two first round picks uh I mean, there, teams aren't going to get out of getting it, whatever team that gets Deshaun. Uh, it, there's going to be, yeah, it's it's going to cost a minimum of two draft, two first round draft picks, minimum, because we've seen Matt Stafford's garbage ass went for two. Right. I, feel, um, I mean, I feel bad for Jared Goff though. He got oh, I do. Super short on a stick. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Um, well, you also think he's going to be playing against Aaron Rodgers. Um, really? Big, that, well, big it, Foles. Who's to say, well, hold on. Who's to say that Aaron Rodgers is going to stay in Green Bay? There's another thing. He might right. be going to uh, – maybe he'll go to uh, Washington football team. 
or here's the thing. If, if, if Aaron Rodgers wants out, Deshaun Watson wants out, fair trade. He's not. He doesn't want to go to Deshaun's in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers in Houston. Deshaun doesn't want to go to Green Bay. Mm-mm. It's not even a team on the list. Yeah, um, wants to go to New York. Every team that's on the list uh, that that Deshaun has said he wants to go to, um, aside from the Raiders, are AFC teams. Uh, so, although I do think that the Raiders would be a good landing spot for him from the standpoint that. You know, he would be competing. I mean, my God, could you imagine just years and years of Deshaun versus Patrick Mahomes twice a year? You know, like, Justin Herbert and Ju- Justin Herbert, um, whoever Denver's quarterback is going to be. No one again. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, let's get him right now. Right. Hey, yeah. Hey, Aaron Rodgers, I think Aaron Rodgers can pull off a of Peyton Manning. Why not? You know? I mean, they both have terrible postseason. I mean, yeah, postseason records. So why not? Exactly. Hey, hey, Peyton Manning, Hall of Famer, though. I mean, uh, y'all, y'all want to go over that real quick, like no. the cl- the class of twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah, we can. Yeah, I mean, matter of fact, let me pull it up because I don't, I can't, I can't. Um, Allen is um Allen Fenica, um the Steelers player. How long yeah. was he there again? Nine seasons, ten seasons. I think so. Seasons, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we've got Megatron, which I'm happy about. Uh, I mean, the best player they've had since Barry Sanders. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, Charles Woodson, very yeah. deservedly so. Like given, like yes. Um, then we also had Peyton Manning. Um, Obviously, won two Super Bowls. Uh, John Lynch, who, I mean, I'm happy for him. I mean, he played for the Broncos in a really good time too. And now he's is he the GM or is he operations for San Francisco? Manager, GM. Okay, yeah. Um, um, Bill Nunn. Uh, he was a scout for the Steelers. Yeah. I believe. Yeah, for the Steelers. Uh, like the first. Like major African American scout too, um, he's the one that brought a lot of uh, players from black colleges into the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, so he obviously revolutionized a lot of ways people scouted. Instead of just doing the major colleges, you also go to Division twos and threes and yeah. find players there. Right. Um, uh, Drew Pearson, which I was surprised, I, and it was bad to say, but I was surprised to know that he was actually still alive. Um, like I was like I was bad thing to say, but he one of the best receivers from back in the day. Like uh, a lot of people need to go and look up what they can of him because he was actually very phenomenal on the field too. Right. And then um, last one was Tom Flores, who was a Raiders coach and player. Yep. He, he, yes. Uh, so Flores was the uh, first minority coach to win a Super Bowl. Yep. A Hispanic um, one. Yep. He won a Super Bowl ring as a player, an assistant coach. And a head coach. Yep. Uh, him and um, Hall of Famer Mike Dicka are the only two people in NFL history who have done that. Yeah. Right. So, any any uh, snubs that you guys think? Um, uh, I mean, the only uh, you had uh, Jacksonville's left tackle Tony Baselli and Dolphins linebacker Zach Thomas, who were among the finalists whose names were not called. Yeah. So. I feel like there was another one. 
know he had talked about um I can't remember right now off the top of my head. I, I can't either. Me neither. Yeah. But no, like uh, that that's a great class. Um I it does suck that Zach Thomas didn't get in. Um mm-hmm. maybe next season. <laughs> yeah. Well maybe. that's what that's the way I think about it. I mean Jason Taylor's in. You know, you would think Zach Thomas would get in too, you know. Um before I, mean, I look at his stats, man. His stats are just how do you look at Zach Thomas's stats and not say he's a Hall of Famer? Oh, yeah. Also, can we talk about the uh NFL honors in that? Uh, well, be- yeah. Before I get on go off on that uh <laughs> tangent, um, I, um, Eric Bienemy's contract is up by the way, uh, with the Chiefs. Um, he was not selected as a head coach anywhere. And his contract has expired with the Chiefs. Uh, I think they probably come to a new deal um, because yeah, he, they would be stupid to let him go. But stranger things have happened. Like my thing is, if he does let, get let go, if like I see him immediately getting called tomorrow, <laughs> like yeah, like the very next day, they're like, "Oh, hey, we actually got this job for you right now." But no. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it, I hate that they, so many teams talk to him, and like I said, I think he sabotaged his interviews so he wouldn't oh, leave. I, I think so. There has to be something. Uh, I mean, either he sabotages interviews, or there's something about that man that isn't like public knowledge that teams aren't picking him up as a, a head coach. It's it's absolutely insane. Um, are there any teams that don't have a head coach right now? Or is there still nope. a every team has a head coach now? What so who became uh the New York Jets head coach? Um they hired him. What was his name? Yeah, uh, hold on. Give me just a second. Uh I could have swore that team and another team didn't No, they all have one as well, they've all yeah. agreed to, but I don't know. Um, who is he? Let's see. What is that guy's name? I feel stupid right now. Robert Sala. Robert Sala. Yeah, Robert Sala. Okay. Yeah. Defensive defensive coordinator for uh, San Francisco. Yeah. 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 Uh, He he was one of only two uh, minority coaches hired this season. Yeah. The other was uh, David Culley in Houston. Yeah. Who's Uh, apparently causing a major issue anyway. So. Yeah, I don't know if he'll be there very long, but we'll see. Um, yeah. So the um, the last thing before we get into them whack ass NFL honors, um, <laughs> the the Houston Texans have went on record to tell other teams that they are not going to trade Deshaun Watson. Uh, league sources told ESPN as the standoff between the team. And his franchise quarterback continues. The Texans will not be trading him. Um, Watson still wants out of Houston and has asked the Texans to trade him, according to sources. But no matter how many calls they receive on Watson, the Texans insist that he is not for sale. Mm. So, so basically, they're going to do to him what the Steelers did to Le'Veon Bell. Or Levy or or Levy or he's going to do what Levy on Bell did and just say, you know what, I'm just going to sit out. Yeah, he's going to sit out. 
yeah i mean he's he's already said that he's willing to sit um like my thing is they can't force him to play like they can tell him to go on the field and he can just literally throw the game away yeah they could you can't yeah. force him to play you can make him go out there but you can't force him to play yeah uh, the sucky thing is, is Watson signed a four-year, $156 million contract extension in September. He is under contract with the Texans through the 2025 season. Man. So they can literally hold on to him till then. Uh, and he can sit out if he wants to. What was, uh, his, what was his guaranteed money? Because they have to pay uh, that no matter what. He can't get his bonuses and stuff, but he can still get the guaranteed money. No, it was like uh, million something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the exact um, deal was, but he has a no trade clause, uh, given the length of his contract and the possibility of franchise tagging him for three years after that. They could hold his rights to the twenty twenty eight season. Damn. Uh, should well, they choose? Would, what, that's see. That's my thing. Like, why would you give? Why would you agree in principle to? Have it like I understand the franchise tag and like, you know, it, it, sometimes the franchise tag is a good thing. You know, sometimes it's so people can put the franchise tag on you in good, you know, in in good nature for you to say, okay, we'll reconstruct the contract. Therefore, I'll 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 play the franchise tag one year, bring me back on a better deal, or I can go seek free agency or something along those lines. And plenty of players have done that before in the past. Right. Um, so, uh, or you can do what Washington did for so many years and franchise tag Kirk Cousins, you know, and basically, we see, and, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, Kirk Cousins, because the Eagles said, you know what, fuck you guys, I'm not playing, you know, but he still went out there and did the best that he could, you know. I don't think Deshaun Watson would be. I don't. I don't. I don't want to think that Sean Deshaun Watson would say, you know what, if I'm going to go out here, I might as well make the best of what I got. You know, like I figured that's what he would do. I, I doubt he would intentionally throw a game away just, just to throw, unless it's his desire to, like, okay, I'm gonna sabotage this team, unless you trade me. Did he? Yep, he froze again. Yep, he froze. <laughs> so, I mean, he froze. He hard froze, too. froze. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow, this is different from yesterday. Yes, it is. Oh, there he is. He's back. There he is. Okay, so what yes. part did you guys hear? Uh, sabotage the game. Yeah. Okay, I don't think that he would sabotage the game on purpose, but, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's a part of me that wants to think that Deshaun Watson would be like, you know what, I'm going to swallow my pride. I'm going to be a professional. I hate it here. I'm frustrated here, but maybe I can make it work. You know what I mean? Because – even 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 you know people who have even came out and said other players that said oh i'm frustrated and blah 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 blah. jj watt was frustrated but he still went out there and he played his ass off you know so i don't know we'll see what happens but it's either going to be it's either he's going to sabotage to where it's where he becomes a problem and they got to get rid of him or maybe does that hurt his trade value (laughs) It, I think it would. Yeah. He, I think I think right now, God, for them to come out and say that that he's not for sale, that show that tells me okay they have no intention of of, of uh, basically it's them telling Deshaun we don't give a fuck what you want we have you and we we, we got you and you're not going anywhere. So 
it's either it's the old saying sometimes you got to eat shit and like the taste of it you know Deshaun may not like the fact that he's there but he's gonna have to you know if you're not gonna trade him the best thing he can do is say okay well if you're not gonna trade me and you're gonna make me play out this season you the least you can do is give me some weapons the least you can do is draft some people the least you can do is help me out to get me some players here you know that I can win with you know but will they do the that is, I don't know the thing is it's it's not about the weapons it's not about the players he is not um he's not satisfied not with their yeah with the way they deal with the social aspects of stuff yeah um he and on top of that and they didn't talk to him about general managing and head coaches and things of that nature after they told him that they were going to yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's like, like anything, like if, for, for example, the three of us, like we talk about everything when it comes to the podcast, right? Right. But what if one of us just egregiously made the set for me example, what if I just one day was like, shit, I'm selling everything, the, the name, the rights and everything to Jack over on 23rd street and i don't include you guys you guys are going to be pissed right very yeah yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> you you see what i'm saying like uh, because, jack <laughs> i don't know who the fuck jack is apparently he got money so yeah you know but but that's the thing like you know once once you agree to that that quote unquote partnership then you know you have to live by the word that you have given right right so. and i think that and i think a lot of it but see i also think that it's both ways in terms of that like i mean don't get me wrong if if i was deshaun watson i'd be upset that i didn't get you know at least a phone call saying hey what do you think at least not have my opinion because that shows okay i'm your franchise quarterback why are you not off like why are you not like you know hearing me out you know, why are you not listening to me? Why are you just doing what you want to do? That would be very frustrating. So, yeah, I understand where Deshaun's coming from in that perspective. Um, will it hinder his ability to play football on the field? That's going to be the question. And I don't think it will because I think, again, like what you said earlier, in terms of today's quarterbacks, as far as today's young quarterbacks, he's the second best probably behind Patrick Mahomes. Um, but, yeah, I definitely think that, I think that if he does play this season, I think he'll be he'll play to his to the best of his ability, and you know, hopefully, good things will happen in Houston. If not, then you know they'll I'm sure they'll figure out you know some way to put it on him, you know, because that's what the that's what the franchise has done apparently is made it all about him. That oh he wanted to be traded, he wanted to be you know they're, they're going to paint him as the bad guy, you know. Of course, um, so. I, last thing on the agenda is these uh, trash. Hold on, real quick. Uh, yes. His contract. Um, so Deshaun Watson was guaranteed um, 110.7 million, um, and on Sunday he got 74 million of that. So, now yeah. wait, is that total guarantee or is yes. it just okay? 110.7 guaranteed, and he got 74 of it already. So he's, I mean, he got a big chunk of it already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, he literally can sit out and not have to worry about anything, right? Yeah. So, 
Yeah. I mean, sitting out because of money issues. I mean, I don't even think the money is the issue. At the money is not. The know? money's not the issue with him at all. No. Uh, he's trade great. value though. That would be the issue if he decides to go the route that he's thinking about going. Think uh, un- unless he has already reached out to teams and said, "Hey, he- if they don't trade me, here's what I'm going to do," and you know. Well, here's the thing though. Um, if he does sit out, his trade value goes down. That means more chance of him actually going to another team. Right. So then maybe that is his plan. Yeah, the team won't get exactly what they want for him. I mean, they know his they know his value. They know his value. Everybody knows his value. They exactly. So, you know, maybe it's a situation. I mean, like, what would you have to present them? You um, know, three at least three first round draft picks. God, three first. I mean, shit. You would probably have to. I mean, and probably were, some player swaps. Yeah, they were demanding yeah. four. So, unless you're unless it's like okay, we want to be. It would be, and this is just me throwing, throwing, throwing this out there. Maybe in their mind they're thinking, okay, well, we want to get somebody who is who is of equal value to Deshaun, you know. But then again, well, think of all the players who are of equal value to Sean to, to Deshaun Watson. Kansas City's not going to give up Patrick Mahomes, you know. Fucking, and you're not and, getting Josh uh, Allen. Yeah, yeah you're, 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 you're not getting Patrick Mahomes. You're not getting Josh Allen. You're not getting Tom Brady. You're so. not getting. You're not getting Lamar Jackson. You're yeah. not getting. Yeah. You you could get a Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I don't think Lamar Jackson's on the level of Deshaun and Patrick Mahomes. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is on that level. Um, Russell Wilson, maybe? Yeah. Uh, Possibly. Maybe a few years ago, but with how many hits he's taking now, his body, like he's yeah. not even scrambling the same anymore. I, I, I wouldn't even put, I mean, Drew Brees is one of the best quarterbacks to play the game. I wouldn't put him in, on that level right now. I literally only see it being, as of right now, um, being Deshaun, uh, it being Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, and then um, Josh Allen. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Young, uh, yeah, when we're talking young, and yeah. then if, yeah, if we're talking young, young dynamic quarterbacks, those three, and then the other, other one in the list right now is Tom Brady, and he's, he'll be 44 before the next the 2021 season starts right so theoretically i mean how long does he have to play especially if you go to houston who doesn't have a good o-line exactly houston who doesn't have a good anything right, right. Now. <laughs> so, yeah he no. i mean that'd be a miracle for him to turn that around because i mean he wouldn't be able to he wouldn't have a pocket first off um no strong weapons oh i think you're muted again talent <laughs> He's gonna get frustrated in a minute and punch his his computer. <laughs> and it won't work ever again. Yep. Can't do that. I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> so what were you saying? All I saw you do was pick up your phone. I said, I said, let's talk about the trash ass awards as Chip wants to say. Yeah. I would, I would bring them up, but my phone's dead. So. Uh, I've got oh, them okay. already. So, um, so I'll start with the good stuff. Um, yeah, start with the good stuff. Rookie of the year and offensive rookie of the year both go to Justin Herbert. Very much respectfully so. Because uh, yeah. Burrow's obviously being hurt and stuff. Yeah. So we don't right. know who would have won that battle in the long run. But no, he did, he did a great job. Uh, can't get, take that away from him. Uh, defensive rookie of the year, Chase Young. We, yeah, I think we, we all had that. We kind of seen that coming. 
Yeah. Um, comeback player of the year, obviously Alex Smith. Uh, yes. yes. No doubt. That award should be called the Alex Smith Award. Like I, I, I agree with all of those so far. Uh, the Walter Payton Award goes to Russell Wilson uh, I, for his um, yeah. – the Walter Payton Award is for your community, um, like your community work and everything like that. He obviously was a vocal person during the 2020 um, race issues that was going on. Uh, trying to keep the peace and make stuff sort of okay again <laughs> between the communities. Right. Um, and I, I, also, <laughs> I, I agree with that. I, I mean, definitely. Um, and then now offensive player of the year, Derrick Henry. Um, I, I had a feeling that it was going to be that. I had a feeling that he wouldn't get MVP. He would have got anything. He would have gotten offensive player. The options was like him – Travis Kelsey, and I can't remember the third option. Um, but like, oh, Aaron Rodgers was the other one, which is weird to me. But, um, so here's where we start getting some controversies. Uh, I'll start with this this low one. Uh, coach of the year goes to uh, Kevin Stefanski, Cleveland Browns coach. I can uh, see, I, I can, I see can, that one. I, I can, can see that, that one. one. Yeah. Um, we sh- I, we know the Bills. I think it don't. should have been the Bills, yeah. but but for for Stefanski to coach the uh, the Browns to their first postseason win in nineteen year. years, yeah. Well, and, and they hadn't had a, a postseason win in nineteen years. Then, okay, I, I I'm not not too upset about that. Uh, it, it would have been between him and the Bills head coach, uh, Sean McDermott. Is that yes. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, I, either one of them, I, I'm okay with. Yeah, that's why. That's why I said the low one because I mean you could. There's this. There's the. Yeah. It's uh, not. It's not a hill you're prepared to die on. No, nope. no. I mean, it, to me, like we 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 all earlier said it could have been the Bills, but Stefanski, like first year with the Browns, loses Odell. Uh, Odell. Everybody's like, oh no, we're gonna lose the season to go to the playoffs. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. um right. Uh, yeah, he did a damn good job, but you know. Yeah. Um, second one, which I would say would have been would have been the most controversial, but then not. It's the second most controversial. It's uh, MVP Aaron Rodgers. Uh, uh, Should have been Derrick Henry. I mean, I, I mean, but, but we knew it was going to happen. We knew it was going to be. We knew it was going to be a quarterback number one. And it was going to be the quarterback who had the "quote unquote" best statistical season, so that well, gave it to Aaron Rodgers. Like I, I was gonna, I was gonna say this was more controversial, but I moved down to number two because he had forty-eight passing touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, the only person who had more so far has been Patrick Mahomes when he had fifty. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's right. hard. To, it's hard to yeah. argue that, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's hard to argue against it, you know. But I mean. Honestly, like what we talked about when we initially had this discussion, we can say who we think is going to win, but yeah. we know that they're going to pick the quarterback every time. You know, yeah. very rarely does a well, position player win the win a win the win win the uh, you know MVP of the league. You know, the last time a non-quarterback was MVP of the league was 2012 when Adrian Peterson the running back for the Minnesota Vikings won MVP. Yeah. Uh, then you go Which all is... the way back to 2006, LaDainian Tomlinson. 
Uh, but you know what's yeah. funny about that? Those two guys had two thousand yard seasons, just like Derrick Henry. Hold on, yeah, two thousand five. Sean Alexander, who also had a two thousand yeah. yard season. Uh, two thousand Marshall Fault. So yeah. since two thousand, there have been one, two, three, four, four non quarterback MVPs. Yeah. Every other MVP was a quarterback and in 2003 it was two quarterbacks yeah that was peyton manning and steve mcnair right? correct yeah because last the, yeah and i think the last defensive player to win an mvp was back in 1986 when lawrence taylor won it no yeah, yeah 86 lawrence taylor linebacker yeah mm-hmm. yeah so, i do you, you do the thing where you know you go through like the year you were born and like who which team won championships who was the best player at the time and things like that you know like 80 i was born in 86 and they're like oh lawrence taylor was the best damn thing in football in 1986 like oh okay and so his here's a tidbit of information for you uh brett Favre won mvp three years in a row yeah 95 96 and 97 97 he shared it with barry sanders yeah Yeah, what's so ridiculous is like he was still throwing like 30 interceptions Mm mm-hmm like yeah, scoring yeah. like a thousand points a season so yeah but yeah but he was he was the he was the he was the the prototype for like okay this is the quarterback that like you're not supposed to be like this is the quarterback because yeah he's throwing all these but he was so risky he was a gunslinger he was yeah, one he's, of those a, he's a pure slinger like <laughs> he's a pure slinger yeah he agrees so, <laughs> so since the year 2000 there have been 18 quarterbacks to win the uh, MVP, uh, most of which were Tom Brady or and Peyton. Peyton Manning. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, Tom Brady has uh, five? three, 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 three. Yeah. Peyton yeah, Manning five, has five. five. Yeah, Peyton Manning has five. Sorry, that's what it was. And uh, and Aaron Rodgers now has three, uh, although he should only have two. The MVP this year should have been Derrick Henry. Yes. Um, only two times in NFL history has a running back had 2,000 yards and not won the MVP. Both times they played for the Tennessee Titans. Titans. They, they won't respect the Titans at no. all. Who was the other 2,000-yard rusher that was? CJ2K. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Chris, Chris Johnson. Wow. Golly. His nickname is Lily CJ2K. <laughs> wow. Yes. Uh, all right. Whatever so, the, whatever happened to him? Did he just did his body break down on him, or no? He just couldn't. Like people figured him out. Yeah. Uh, let me. He was able to reach those standards again, and then he did. He got traded away, or did he yeah. waived or something? Uh, give me just a second. Yeah, I could. Yeah, because I knew he played for another team. I just couldn't remember if you know. Chris Johnson running back. Because one year he was he, there, um, and the next day, you know, next year he was. Yeah. No. He played for the Titans from 2008 to 2013. Um, then he went and played for Talon's favorite team, the Jets, in 2014. Yep. Uh, and then from there, he went to play for the Arizona Cardinals until 2017. And then he retired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what, what's ironic is uh, it, he holds the NFL record for yards from scrimmage in a season with 2,509 and did not wow. win the MVP that year. Wait, how many? 
How the fuck? 2,509 yards from scrimmage and did not win the MVP that year. How the fuck do you go over 2,500 yards passing and rushing and not win the fucking? Well, it's like, um, did Derrick Henry have the most from scrimmage and the most after contact? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This season. Yeah. 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 Uh, All right. So, so what's... Well, hold on. In two, so 2009 was the year that he um, did that, uh, and Peyton Manning won the MVP that year. Peyton Manning, who did even go to the Super Bowl that year. Correct. Right? Yeah. Yep. Because that's when he still played for the, uh, Colts. the Colts. But he went to the Super Bowl. He went to the Super Bowl two years before that, right? Uh, was it 2007? I want to. I want to say that's right. I was in middle school, so I think so. And I actually bet for the Bears. Seven. Um, yeah, that was no. Uh, 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 it may have been the two thousand six season then. Probably. Uh, I know it was before I got to high school. Uh no. Yeah, Colts and Bears. It was the they played it in two thousand seven. But yeah. What's so funny is uh both the. Super Bowl and the National Football Championship, the team who lost it both scored on the opening drive mm-hmm. of the of the kickoff. Sorry, that opening kickoff. Mm-hmm. Devin Hester showing everybody how to make that play, and then I can't remember who returned it for Devin Hester. No, are you talking about you? Are you talking about for the Bears? For the, I know Devin Hester returned it for the Bears. I was talking about the college football game. I can't remember who did it. Oh. Who did it for them? But um. Wait, that was 2006 with Alabama and LSU, wasn't it? 2007. 2007. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, 2005, I can't. 2005 was a USC in Texas. Yeah. Right? Yep. The greatest college football game to ever be played. Nope. I will, that was a damn good game. I will admit that was a damn Busy good game. State, Oklahoma still. <laughs> still. Still. A, a pretty much a team that just came up to Division One, beating a powerhouse. No. Me and Adrian Peterson. No. Me and Adrian Peterson. No. Yeah. All right. Let's go to this last one before you get shut out. So the uh, most controversial thing of the season (laughs) is um, Aaron Donald win defensive player of the year over TJ Watt, who led in every category defensively but one. Bullshit. This is 100% bullshit. Not only that, TJ played one less game. Yes. So uh, break it down for for us real quick. You got the uh, stats up? Yes. Because I do. So (laughs) statistically, TJ Watt, with one less game played, had 53 tackles, 15 sacks, 23 23 tackles for losses, 55 pressures on the quarterback, 41 quarterback hits, which is ridiculous to think he pressured that much and got to the quarterback that much. Yep. Um, he had two forced fumbles, four pass seven, sorry, seven pass deflections and an interception. Yes. So Aaron Donald, who played one more game, had 41 tackles, 13 and a half sacks, 12 tackles for losses, 42 pressures, only 26 quarterback hits. He had more forced fumbles with four, one pass def- uh, deflection and no interception. Okay, so I need somebody, somebody with more brain than I have, to tell me 
how Aaron Donald won Defensive Player of the Year over T.J. Watt playing one more game, getting less statistics. And that's not taking anything away from Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald is an amazing, amazing player. But probably the Aaron Donald's probably the best defensive lineman right now. Is he though? Mm, Based, I mean, if you're going, if you if you're going longevity and consistency, then okay, then you have an argument. But I mean, for just this season, I think TJ played a better season. TJ's not a lineman. He's not a lineman. He's he's a a hybrid, isn't he? He's a linebacker. I thought he was a defensive end. I thought he was a linebacker, defensive end. He's, combo a, he's a Von Miller, which is linebacker technically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because their their natural state is playing outside linebacker, and then they line up on the line on a fake three a four three stack. Okay. Yeah. See, I was of the mindset that he was lineman. He's certainly a lineman. I mean, he's have you seen his size? He's a little undersized for line for <laughs> pure lineman. But yeah, he's a he's an out, he's a hybrid outside linebacker. Yeah, he he's listed as a, an outside linebacker. He's um, six foot four, two hundred fifty two pounds. He's a lot, he looks a lot smaller. Well, when he's next to JJ, he always looks smaller. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like this right here, like like I thought. Aaron Rodgers winning the MVP, like I said, was going to be more controversial, but him having 48 touchdowns passing, sort of, I mean, yeah, we can still make that argument easily for DeAndre, uh, DeAndre, sorry, for uh, Derrick Henry with 2,000 yards, the most yards from scrimmage, the most yards um, after contact. Um, he has so, like, it was so ridiculous, like his statistics and everything, um, like how many, um, his average was like, 8.1 or something like that yards per carry or something like, like it was ridiculous and how many touchdowns he had but for when you're comparing quarterbacks and running backs it's too hard to like bounce it out but when you have two guys who are literally playing on the same end that the stats are pretty much always the same like he had 15 fit, no he had 12 more tackles he had one and a half more sacks. He had 11 more tackle for losses. He had 13 more pressures. He had 15 more quarterback hits. He had six more pass deflections and an interception. Like, yeah. How, how does that not quantify as being the best, being the MVP of, you know, defensive player of the year, rather, you know, which, I mean, if any defensive player can lay claim to an MVP, I mean, that's an MVP season for a defensive player. Which I, which I still believe that they should do, you know, offensive MVP, defensive MVP, which is players of the year, obviously. But, you know, having that MVP title would, you know, is more is significant, you know. Because the way, the way I look at MVP is if your team doesn't have you on the team, where are they? You know, if T.J. Watt's not on the Pittsburgh Steelers, how good is that Pittsburgh Steelers defense, you know? I'm like, like I just I'm more, I'm so baffled by like I know it's the AP, so they get they get the press obviously coaches players, but the issue is that they let this fourth category called fans. Yes. Yeah. And I yes. think the fan the fans only count for like, like five percent or something. Like it's not a major number, but it's enough sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I believe that's where this was was a fan vote. Yeah, with yeah, with this win, Aaron Donald becomes only the second 
player to win the uh, Defense Player of the Year three times. Yep. Like, I'm sorry, third, third. Yeah. The other uh, two being Lawrence Taylor and Lawrence Taylor was the first. JJ Watt was the JJ second. Watt. Now Aaron Donald. Um, but I, 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 I mean. It just doesn't add up. And if you look at T.J. Watt's overall career statistics, I mean, they're amazing. 2017, he had, excuse me, 40 solo tackles, seven sacks, 10 tackles for loss, 13 QB hits, uh, one interception, right? Right. In 2018, he had 50 solo tackles. 13 sacks, 12 tackles for loss, 21 QB hits. 2019, he had uh, 35 solo tackles, 14 and a half sacks, 14 tackles for loss, 36 QB hits. And then this year, uh, 43 solo tackles, 15 sacks, 23 tackles for loss, 41 Corby. QB hits like he has progressively gotten better. All right. So how many sacks in his total in, in total for career? Total career fifty sacks. And how long? How many years has he been in the league? Uh, four. four. Yeah. So you mean to tell me you've been in the league for four years and you already have fifty sacks to your bro? Yeah, that guy's a monster, dude. Yeah. Like that's close to like Bruce Smith numbers. If he stays on the path that he's going, if he plays 16 years, he's going to get 200, you know, sacks, you know? Right. So in comparison, uh, J.J. Watt, who has been in the league since 2011, only has has 101 sacks. Right. Right. Um, Let's see. So Aaron Donald's been in the league seven years and has 80.5, sacks. Yeah. yeah. Um, 247 solo tackles, 131 tackles for losses, 201 quarterback hits, um, and one safety. Only one safety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, it's weird because he's he's been in a fluctuation. Like his best year was obviously 2018. Um that's when he obviously should have been MVP even that season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, between, yeah. But then the season after that, he had 12 and a half. And then this year he had 13 and a half. So, I mean, I don't know. Like he, he's, he's consistently by always getting double digits and everything, almost everything close to at least 12 and up. Yeah. He but, only had two years where he had single digit sacks. Yeah. His first year he had nine. His third year he had eight. Yeah. Uh, second year he had 11 2017 he had 11 2018 he had 20 and a half 2019 he had 12 and a half and this year he had 13 and a half and that uh, year he had 20 and a half is because him and sue were on the same line and nobody, yeah. like who do you block <laughs> <laughs> right you let one go and it's over you let the other one go obviously like they were so stacked back then yeah. like they were done for letting sue go. Well, now he, he has a super bowl now yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> he got yeah. it before Aaron Donald, so. <laughs> right? I mean, granted, he had to go play 
in Tampa with you know the goat, if you will. Uh, <laughs> he was there first, though, wasn't he? Yeah, he was there first. Yeah, yeah. he was there first. But yeah, yeah. But it's funny to think that he was the the troublemaker on the Lions, <laughs> and then the troublemaker on the Dolphins, kicking people nuts and everything. Hey, can we talk about how Blaine Gabbert got a uh, Super Bowl? Super Bowl ring. Yeah, yeah. Blaine same way, Gabbert. same way, same way. Mike Miller got his uh, NBA championship. Mm-hmm. And and seen on the bench. Dude, the the uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I know we're talking about defensive player of the year, uh, <laughs> but the the list of free agents coming out of Tampa this year is insane. Yeah, they were pretty much doing ones and dones. Yeah, I mean the big names are uh, Shaquille Barrett, Antonio Brown, um, Levante Levante David, Leonard Fournette, Chris Godwin. Rob Gronkowski, Mike Evans, uh, LaShawn McCoy. Mike Evans is not. I thought he was going to be a free agent this year, too. Mm-hmm. Now, Goblin's going to be the free agent. Yeah. I, remember, because uh, we were talking about it last week, and we think that, uh, oh yeah, they got people, they got a lot of people saying that he, that Goblin will probably get franchise tagged. Yeah, Ryan right. Suck up, uh, and Dominican Sue. Like, uh, <laughs> a good bit of their, their team is going to be. Uh, free agents and they're all unrestricted free agents so they can go anywhere right uh, yeah but they're all Levante always... David could be looking for a big payday though if he if he decides to stay in Tampa Bay they gonna have to pay him because there's gonna be some teams that are gonna be looking for Devontae I don't know because I, I think if it, I think their decisions all depend on Tom Brady yeah I think I think most of them are gonna think about taking pay cuts just to keep this team together so they can uh get back to another Super Bowl. Get get a second Super Bowl ring, uh possibly a third, because Tom Brady has said that if they can keep this team together for the we'll next two back. years, he'll come back. Yeah. If um, Tom Brady does I mean think about this though. If for whatever reason, let's just say just for the sake of argument, Tom Brady goes back, it leads this team back to the Super Bowl. That gives him eight championships. Let's just say he says we're gonna go back, we're gonna do it again. Then they go back to another Super Bowl and they get the three peat. He got championships seven, eight, and nine. The first team to ever three peat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't think it'll happen, but I don't think I, it'll happen either. I, but I, I you know a legitimate argument can be made I that mean, yeah, a, a legitimate argument can be made that they could win two. Yeah. Uh, but I think by that third year they'll uh They'll have petered out, and the everybody will have figured them out. Yeah. So. Um, well, hell, they may have already figured them out this season, and probably will probably have better game plans for him this year. Well, the issue is not just figuring them out. The issue is keeping Brady off the field. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much the thing. Is if you can keep Brady off the field, you have a better chance of winning. Um, were you guys were you wanting to say something else? After this chip, or because mm-hmm. I've got one more thing to go through. Go ahead. Um, the off-season um, discussions. Um, so um, they're thinking about finally setting in uh, stage the 17 game season for this upcoming season. Okay. Um, the 17th game would be an interconference matchup based on divisional standings during the prior year, um, which I think is really interesting. Um, and I mean that that will be the game that probably decides most people's entry at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's interconference, it's still strength of schedule and all that stuff that we 
love to talk about that really doesn't matter unless you're the browns right <laughs> <laughs> um also how they're going to do the offseason they're still um the collective bargaining agreement um they're saying that they could actually start doing in-person off-season workouts um for teams with new coaches in april um which is really weird to me um i think they're gonna after that they actually go straight to mini camp for teams with the same um coach um i guess it's just to help out the teams get that chemistry um that's one of the things but they're also still saying possibly virtual again for everybody um i hope not i do want to see some off-season training to get these people to make sure they don't injure themselves like christian mccaffrey did off the rip right um and saquon barkley which i think uh christian mccaffrey saquon barkley von miller uh joey boza like a plethora of players went down with serious injuries within the first couple weeks of the season you're like yeah Uh, their bodies weren't warmed up yeah the body's not conditioned for the virtual workouts and shit yeah because i mean you virtual workout the coach will be like okay here's what your workout's gonna be go do it and yeah you can go do it but until you're out there on a field or out there with your guys making those real cuts that you're gonna make or those real jukes or those step backs anything like anything motion like that where it's gonna be a quick reflex i mean your body's not ready (laughs) no um were you want to say something? No. Oh, uh, they were also um, talking about the COVID nineteen vaccines, um, how to get them out there. Uh, the big issue is, will the is it legal for them to mandate the vaccines for players and coaches and staff? I I don't think so because I, I look at it this way. If it's not mandatory to take the flu vaccine, it shouldn't be mandatory to take the COVID vaccine. Yeah, so um, that's the one of the big things we were talking about this offseason, um, obviously, because COVID is the big thing. Right. <laughs> um, right. Let's see. Um, also, the salary cap for 2021, because they had to drop it last year. Uh, they last year they did the minimum cap, the minimum cap to be 175. Uh, but they somehow made it 198.2. I guess they just got more advert revenue or whatever. But this year is set to be 180 million. Um, it's still pretty low. Um, that really only matters for teams like Tampa <laughs> at this point, exactly. Um, Tampa cowboys because of uh Dak prescott's contract if he doesn't franchise tag and keep it um raiders obviously that's why they're trying to get rid of a lot of players too and the jets but they're trying to get nothing like everybody off on your deal um and also they're trying to think about how to do the free agency uh this year probably doing it a little bit earlier um and they said that they're possibly also uh thinking about being able to do a like an like doing virtual meetups instead of actually having them travel um and like that doesn't really change anything because most people didn't actually go meet anyways to begin with right right uh, and then the last thing is the nfl players association like the union talks of uh the 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 player association is trying to make the 
offseason workouts will be virtual while the NFL is trying to just do the in-person workouts. So, you know, that's going to be the second biggest issue besides of COVID vaccine because I think the NFL is trying to mandate the vaccine mm-hmm. um, while the player association is not trying to. And then um, <laughs> the same thing as every year, go over the penalties that happened throughout the season and see who was right and who was wrong and how they can fix these issues. Right. But it's human, human error every time. Like you can't really. Yeah. Because there's the human element in the, 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 I mean, you've got, it's literally a human that's like, Oh, that was a flag. Here you go. And then they come together as a group and they're like, all right. So what'd you see? Uh, this is what I saw. Okay. What'd you see? Okay. 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 All right. So we're going to pick that flag up. It wasn't anything or, you know, all right, we're going to call that one. You know, there's, yeah, there's the human element in it. Um, they're thinking about actually doing what they call a sky judge, which is, uh, let's see. So last spring, NFL teams proposed multiple versions of a sky judge uh, to be an extra on-field official. Uh, this obviously to help avoid obvious miscalls. Um, the plan is to... Uh, if made permanent, it could be able to uh, have the sky judge be the last, like the official call. Um, you know, go to the booth, obviously, just like how the XFL did. They went to the booth and just, if the camera is able to pick up, obviously, like when you break the plane, um, pass interference calls better, just stuff like that. That's the main thing they wanted to worry about. And the last huge offseason story is the one I completely forgot about is the Washington football team. Um, sexual Get, misconduct investigation. Oh, that I thought you were going to talk about uh, them getting their actual name, but no. Don't they yeah, have till twenty? Huge. Don't they have till twenty twenty two? I thought I thought they uh, proposed that it would be in play in the, this the twenty twenty one season. It might be. I thought originally it might have been originally twenty twenty two, but they said they might have had one. But um, yeah, yeah. apparently there's uh, yeah, there's a lot. There's a private investigation going on about everything going on and uh by the owner correct uh yes uh, yeah. yeah yeah uh i completely forgot about that to be honest with everything going on with them um and all of that daniel snyder is also under investigation for his minority ownership like his partners and stuff um they're trying to sell their shares and he is just being a complete dick about it so he i mean at this point just we gotta force him to sell i think so i mean uh over years yeah well yeah but i mean you've got to take into effect um i know it's nba versus nfl but um the donald sterling deal where they forced him to sell i mean and it's it's almost the same situation uh Excuse me, and I think they need to force him to sell. Yeah, Goodell said he's waiting to see what the investigation, um, what the actual investigation says. But I mean, I think that's probably smart. You know, you don't want to jump the gun, but at the same time, there's been so much that has come out about that that I, I don't know that the investigation could tell us different. Right. Yeah. Um, he did. I mean, anytime there's going to be an issue of that, but also, I mean, like 
with as far as the name change goes, I mean, yeah, obviously they're going to have to pick a different name unless they're going to just stick with, stick with stick with, you know, the Washington, you know, football team or make it like football club FC or something like that. But then it gets confused with soccer and blah blah blah. But you know what? Because the I think the only reason what made them decide to change it so quickly is because of all the sponsors, and it was at a time where people were just you know we're not you know we're just we're going to stamp out the bullshit we're going to stamp out the racist bullshit and fedex <laughs> uh we've got to get this fixed yeah i know um but yeah the social justice of obviously <sighs> i came out and said that they were going to remove their um remove their uh name from the stadium then chances are he would be i don't think anything would have changed it would have probably still been the washington redskins so oh yeah for sure you know but but um yeah like what do i say the thing is goodell did say if they did find any violations of the of any nfl policy any policy whatsoever it result in organizational discipline I think he's just saying like, oh, we'll totally take some picks away from them or something like, no, he's got to come out and say like, yo, if he's found to be doing this stuff, he's going to have to lose the team. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you just keep taking away picks, then that's not really a penalty because no. uh, he's still making money. Yeah. You know, you, you've got to take away the team, especially yeah. in a, especially in a team that's in a nation's capital, which has a very diverse uh, community and also is known for having, you know, obviously people of women in power to begin with, because it's Washington. So you have a lot of Congress people now that are female, obviously and Supreme court leaders and everything like that. So for him to be able to get away with the, the sexual harassment stuff and obviously the quote unquote, uh, it doesn't say anything else, but it says just other underhanded stuff, which probably, I guess, means racial stuff. Um, right. But, yeah, you have to have somebody who has the – you have to change that. You can't have that guy be the face of that area because it won't end well. No. Especially it that it took so long for him to finally change the name, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it took him so long to do it. He refused to do it for years years i mean it's to the point where literally the minority owners are trying to sell their shares of the team yeah. like they're trying to force a buyout themselves so no that's not forcing a buyout that's forcing a hostile takeover the well, more shares that get sold if they sell it to an individual and that individual has that individual's shares is more than dan daniel snyder's it won't be he has 51 percent. yeah he owns 51 percent. yeah he for that's why it's, they're minorities they're trying to force it out to where um, they split it up so much that there's more of them than there is of him. So they're trying to make a big, I guess, a giant boardroom style team. So, so it wouldn't be it. So it, it would be like a hostile takeover, only it wouldn't have the shares. It yeah. wouldn't be a percentage thing. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah, but um, those are the big offseason things. Um, I mean, I'm okay with the 17, 17 games. Um, give us more content, obviously, but of course, <laughs> yeah, obviously. Uh, but no, it reality, like, it's, I mean, especially being an interconference game, I mean, that'd be cool to see. Um, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, not only that, it's one more game, which means the teams get more money, which can help with cap space 
for the next season and obviously contracts and everything. So, I mean, and it's more football. I mean, yes, it's a win-win. Right. Absolutely. I will, I will always take more football. Yes, absolutely. But unfortunately, the 2020 season has come to an end. And <laughs> I will say it, it's definitely a season that we're going to remember uh, for for good and the bad. Um, definitely a season that, you know, I think we were all we were all excited about this season because it was football. Finally, we got football back. And, you know, I think that it was it was it was it it was different because there were actual actual people in the stands, you know, and it felt more like it felt more normal than any other game that we watched all, all season long, you know. Um, but yeah, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you guys for tuning into this episode. This is the last episode of Are You Ready for Some Football for this season, but don't fret. We will be having more sports discussions next week. Uh, I believe we're going to bring back something about sports and we would definitely uh, have a good time with that. Um, Chip, anything you want to say before we get out here today? Uh, always, always check out movementradio.us, your one-stop shop for all things movement radio. You want to listen to the back catalog, movementradio.us. You want to check out our YouTube page, movementradio.us. You want to cop some merch, movementradio.us. You want to read a blog, movementradio.us. You want to leave us a review, movementradio.us. Everything that involves us is movementradio.us. Uh, absolutely roger anything anything coming up on the patreon page we need to we talk about uh i mean just go to the patreon um i mean we have two tiers we have the one dollar tier um you know here's the thing it doesn't matter how much you guys give we appreciate every bit of it um as you guys are watching through these videos you can see that we need talent to get a new computer <laughs> yes and every dollar literally helps um but no i mean we're gonna start putting up even more 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 content out there um uh, uh, probably more videos probably do a live here soon for an ama we can get that going too absolutely um, absolutely but no we have the battle topics going there um we'll have a third episode coming up soon <laughs> Sorry <about that. laughs> third third episode will be up this saturday Yes, right. uh, and that one is going to be uh, No Limit Records versus Cash Money, Young yes. Money Records, um, which I've been thinking about like driving through. I've been going back listening to a bunch of just everybody in general. Man, it's kind of it's going to be hard. Wait, did you say Young Money? Yeah, Cash Money, Cash, cash money. money. Yeah, no, well, they're Cash Money, Young Money with Little Wayne's thing. Yeah, I'm a baby. Yeah. That's all right. what I'm saying. But no, like it's just going back and listening to some of the older stuff they had. Like it's man, it's pretty oof. There's a lot of good on both sides. Um and there's a lot of bad on both sides. Yeah. yeah. Well we we, oh, we would definitely dive into that one. I don't want to listen. I don't want to listen to Stoke the Shocker though. Like uh <laughs> um not only that, uh just our Patreon, obviously, that helps us a lot with um getting obviously equipment in general and just making better you know products and everything helping talent actually be able to speak through a story without crashing uh, no, right. <laughs> uh, i'm the running gag now so yay <laughs> i mean your computer does it all for you <laughs> i know right Damn, uh, that's where i trust an acer chromebook 
<laughs> just tr- trusting a Chromebook in general, but right, right. But no, there's a um, oh, before uh, oh, trust me, before oh, trust me, before I buy uh another laptop, I'm calling you and be like, all right, what do I need to get? <laughs> yes, <laughs> you the tech guru over here. Um, oh. we have that, the YouTube, we we're on a journey to a hundred subscribers. I mean, we have more than hundred listeners per episode, or averaging weekly now so i mean just go over there give us a like and subscribe you know we're getting putting up these videos up there uh i know a lot of people don't like to just like listen without there being video and this is a good way to have it in the background just when you're doing dishes or something you can have us playing on your phone you can see us talking to each other subscribe that'll help us out so we can actually get more content out there too um i mean we're on spotify we're making actual playlist for all our content and back lab right. stuff um you leave us a subscribe there uh follow us there i mean and leave us reviews anything apple um uh, podcast google podcast amazon just tell us what you think doesn't matter where you're from tell us what you think trust us we will find a way to read it and improve and if you just be like you guys are trash well you know maybe we are yeah but we're still we're still doing this but <laughs> But let let us know why you think we're trash, and yeah. uh, we will do our best to fix that for you. Yes, um, I mean just our socials everywhere, uh, movementradio.us. Just go there, go to whatever like your avenue of listening or viewing us is, and you know, thank you. That's all I can really say. Just thank you for still being here with us. I know we sometimes get long winded on some things. <laughs> We get long-winded on the things that we're super passionate about. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And we got a whole lot of cool episodes coming up. We got battle topics coming up on the Patreon page. We got uh, a new series coming out soon called Who You Got. We got another, uh, we got the Rock Retrospectives. We also have the more episodes of The Hauntings Of coming out. Like we got a whole plethora of great content. And then especially with the YouTube channel, we're going to be starting doing skits, react skits and reactions uh he's i mean you can't hear him right now but he's definitely telling you everything that's coming up um so a lot lots and lots of good content coming out done so yes so uh so that being said though again thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode check out the previous episode of uh 10 times reality tv went too far and we got a couple couple cool episodes lined up in the future So we thank you guys so much. We will see you guys next time, next season on Are You Ready for Some Football? But next week right here on Something About Sports. Chip, let's hit them with the outro. Please do not leave without leaving a like, comment, share, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. There you go. Follow us on all of our social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Make sure you go check out the YouTube channel, subscribe, click that bell to get notified of our latest videos. And remember, once again, patreon.com and movementradio.us. I'm your host, Chip Hazard. I'm your host, Alan Williams. And I'm your host, Roger Sierra. And this is Movement Radio. God's plan.